0: Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to discuss a video game that is special to them from their past. We talk as much about what made playing the game special, and what our guests might remember and enjoy about it, as we will, about what was interesting around the context of when they experienced this game and whatever meaningful time that was, whether it was a first time they were revisiting it, Whatever. We'll see what they share with us today. A little bit of housekeeping up top is that we're all over stinking social media. So you should follow us. You should like our stuff and you should keep up with the show there. You get to see wonderful art that I make every week. You get to learn a little bit about our guest and how you can support them. You can do that on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod and on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. But there's just one Y. So that's B Y O U R. You can support the show a few other ways. You can rate and review us wherever you listen to your shows. If it's on Apple Podcasts, I'll see it. Uh, and if it is, if it is is well-spirited, if it is uh, not awful, which we haven't had one like that yet, every time I bring this up, I feel like I'm tempting fate, I'll read it on the show. And if you've uh, done that somewhere else, perhaps uh, Spotify or whatever, feel free to reach out and share it with me, and I'll read it too. You can share the show with a friend, whether they love this game we're discussing today, video games in general, or our wonderful guest who is about to make their debut. And you can check us out on Patreon. and You can become a patron of Super NPC Radio, where we have a ton of bonus content that comes out every week. And um, we've announced it recently, but our big ticket item for the first half of this year, second half, uh, has yet to be announced, uh, will be the Metal Gear Solid Games Club. Uh that's gonna start in February. So be sure to hop aboard and uh, see what we've got coming for you. But that'll do it for the housekeeping. And I can finally introduce uh my most patient guest. Uh please welcome uh traveler of the uh of from Missouri to Oregon, um the dysentery uh warder offer. So you never got dysentery, and um leader of the uh covered wagon we have Rachel Marsh welcome to the show
1: <laughs> wow thank you
0: you're so welcome normally <laughs> I'll peek behind the curtain for you is normally half the time I'll like plan a fun intro that one I realized that I wanted to do one but didn't plan it so I was like <laughs> okay what are things I remember about this game I'll just list them off you really so, hit
1: you hit most of them
0: I tried you know it was a little clunky but we got there <laughs> um, especially
1: the dysentery that one that's an easy actually, one yeah. That would, yeah, that's what I remember. I remember that meme. I feel like the most.
0: Yes, there's definitely shirts about that, too. Um, Rachel, uh, thank you so much for being here today. It's good to see you. Um, we I'll talk a little bit about how you and I know each other. Yeah. Um, we we have a really interesting uh, uh, <laughs> friendship in the sense that uh, after we had known each other for a brief amount of time, we found out that we probably should have known each other for longer. Yeah. Um, we, For like in fact, four I think, years. <laughs> I think it was you too who told me that we, you were like, hey, I think we went to college together.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I feel like after we got on Herald together, you know, how we each like stalk each other and I yes. was like, oh my God, this like on Facebook, like it said you went to APU and I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that's like I would like, remember
1: people. Yeah.
0: Really. Uh, and, uh,
1: but you were like a film major, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Were you business?
1: Yeah. We didn't really mix.
0: No, not at all. Much. Um but we did it turns out we did have a decent amount of mutual friends. I think mostly <laughs> yeah. like in your class uh-huh. um from a handful of people who were like in some of my old roommates uh, uh alpha group.
1: Oh no. Or yeah, he was the yeah. alpha
0: leader. Yeah. This is all real. Normally we get really inside <laughs> baseball on in this show about improv, but right. it's happening now about APU. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, no one's gonna listen to the rest of this podcast
0: no they definitely (laughs) tuned out and I don't blame you not because of us but because of our institution but we did meet through uh in class at UCB two and a half years ago Hmm. um back when you could still do that sort of thing in a class (gasps) we met
1: didn't we meet at in Jess Eason's class
0: yes uh the became Alex Fernie's class
1: right right um
0: and, uh, then I think I, I must've been like, Hey, you should come to mock improv every week. Yes, and you did. you did that. And then we got placed on a Herald team together. A
1: freaking Herald team together. How lucky. How so
0: lucky. lucky. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, sad to think about it now because it's now been like two and a half years since we got on Herald night and we only performed for six months because of the pandemic. <laughs>
1: It sounds sad when you say it like that, and it is very sad. Yeah. Every time I think about it. Yeah. It's just
0: so, it's just so bizarre about how quickly that got snatched away. It was just
1: so bizarre the wave of emotion of being placed on a Herald team. You're just like, you're at like, You're at ten. You're operating at ten for six months straight, and then just to go from ten to zero, and then it stayed zero.
0: Yep, and (laughs) didn't go up. Nope, and and it was even at zero doing that one online show we did. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, that doesn't count. No, not at all. Um, But we—that's how we know each other. We've become, uh, uh, you know, we've stayed friends, uh, even you know, despite you know, comedy and and our involvement in that not being what it used to be. that's how I know you. But what do you want to share with the listener? What the heck do you do? Oh, Who sure. are you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, beyond UCB, I feel like my life now. Um, you know, I, I also do acting. Um, I was in a Disney show this last year. and um, A lot
0: of stuff this last year.
1: A lot, yeah, it was a good year <laughs> for acting. I feel like in the pandemic it was, you know, a unique opportunity because you got to do a lot of self-tapes. and Yes. Yeah. Um, there Was still content being made, so um, yeah, I did some shows this last year on like some sitcoms, which are very fun, like iCarly, yeah, and um, Head of the Class. And it was just fun to do comedy in like a different way, totally. Um, and yeah, I did, did some commercials and um, yeah, with your just my best friend,
0: Steph Curry, with,
1: with my best friend, Stephen. Stephen Curry, oh,
0: excuse me, I'm so uh, sorry. yeah, that's how you know I'm not his friend, you are.
1: <laughs> uh, we just shot another one this last uh, let like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. my
0: gosh. That's so funny. Now you're yeah. really building a rapport.
1: I know. I know. Actually he did remember me. I walked, I walked in and then he came afterwards and, uh, he was like, he didn't say my name, but he was like, Oh, Hey, we're back again. And, uh, yeah. So he, he knows my, Oh face, my gosh. Maybe not that's my so name. funny.
0: <laughs> hey, no, we'll, we'll, we'll just assume that comes with it though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a little about me.
0: That's so cool. Um, well, thank you for sharing about yourself. Uh it really has been a fun, like, I don't know, year and a half to like uh, watch you have more opportunities and really do the most with those. And I'm sure Thank more you. will come with that. Yeah, dude. So congrats. Yeah. um We are here to discuss your history with a video game. So we're going to talk about your general history with games. But before we do, would you uh, introduce the title of the game we're going to discuss later?
1: Oh, Yeah. Um, so the the title of the name is one that everyone probably knows and played uh, it's called the Oregon Trail um, which is where I was born. I was born in Portland so
0: oh wow this uh, has even more meaning than yeah. I knew about um, well you're and you're from uh, you you grew up in Washington
1: yeah I did okay, yeah, cool. my parents moved to Washington like a year after I was born um, okay gotcha but um. Yeah, this, it's funny because I grew up thinking this was like a game for me, like my like Seattle and Oregon. But then, of course, you know, moving to LA <laughs> later on in life, finding out that everyone played this game.
0: Yes, that's funny. I mean, we might get into it a little bit later, but I shared a documentary with you that uh, Min Max made over this last year. Well, oh, it probably took yeah, a little yeah. longer about the Oregon Trail. And that's what. Some of the creators shared was when they like met some kids from Oregon. They thought they were the only people who played that game. Yeah, uh, which is just so it's fr- funny to have someone um, share that exact experience on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited to get into your history with this game and and what it means to you. And yeah, it's it's a funny one. It it, it means a like a lot of us experienced it. So right, it's going through the public school system or maybe private schools did too. Yeah. Um but. Like I said, I want to hear about your general history with oh, games, yeah. however deep or shallow. Uh, do you remember, like, the first game you ever played or taking an interest? Because I truly don't know your yeah. what we're about to I get mean, into.
1: Okay, so I really think the very first game I played was probably, I don't know, I consider this a game, but, like, I played a lot of, like, computer typing games.
0: Count count it.
1: I'll, count it, right? Yeah. <laughs> when Because I, I was, like, a really competitive, like, third grader or whatever, whatever <laughs> old you are. And so I just remember like thinking like this is a game. Like I didn't think it was school when you would like take those like typing, yes. they would like measure how many words you could type per minute. And it was like also like a race car driving game. Oh yeah. Did you do it? Okay. Yeah. It
0: sounds vaguely familiar. I, if I didn't do I'm that, I probably sure did, did something similar.
1: Yeah. It was like, there was this one class where we just like everything, it was like a computer class, but it was all like educational learning. So we did yes. like that game and like, Carmen San Diego, and like Ooh. there was like even like that mine what's it called like the mines
0: minesweeper minesweeper yeah, yeah like
1: the whole class it was like a 60-minute class and it was just all these like silly games and that's awesome even before I played like Pokemon or whatever I uh-huh. feel like I remember that being like my intro
0: yeah that's so great
1: <laughs> um but then so yeah that's when how I got... you
0: really need to start out is with like a very uh a very um like I, I'm having trouble forming a sentence here, but something that really puts you, tests you to your limits and Easy. it's a competition, <laughs> you're grinding. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I feel like, yeah, that's how I learned like what a game was, was like on these like educational platforms or yeah. whatever. And then when I got older, my sister was really into Pokemon and she had a, um, uh, what were the early ones called?
0: Uh, red, blue and yellow.
1: Yes. She had the red version. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah. So I remember playing that after she was like done, like she had to finish the whole game first before I could start playing it. And so I played that and then we did like all the other versions.
0: Oh, um, fun. Do you, yeah. do you happen to remember at all any early Pokemon that you liked or that maybe stood well, out to you?
1: I, I don't, I definitely wasn't playing the game. Right. But like, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Hey, there's I
0: no just, right way.
1: Well, you know, we wanted to win. I never really won. <laughs> but I think I just really liked the cute ones. So like the Squirtles and like the Charizards and like, you know, all the little guys. All and the, the cuties. Pups. Yeah. Like those were those were my guys and we didn't get very far, but we were cute.
0: But you had a good time and that's what We had matters. a good time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and Sims. I was like a huge Sims player. Gosh, I that got... is such
0: a popular one on this show. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. The, a lot really
0: of people state. like love the Sims.
1: I wonder why. I think it's because it was like oh, and Animal Crossing. All these games, I feel like, were so simple. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just love the simplicity of like having to like go do a chore for your neighbor or like have to like <laughs> I don't know have chemistry with someone. Yeah. It was just like so easy. <laughs>
0: totally. And um,
1: even like when I started to play Animal Crossing like this la- like in the pandemic, yeah, in a new version, I was like. There's something off here. Like this sure. feels like too advanced. Like I yeah, just like, like the simplicity of the older versions.
0: It is very funny to go back, especially in like a life simulation game like those like that. And the Sims can be, because um, I have this year, I have a problem uh, where I like to collect old games uh, and games that I barely give any time to, if any, but one <laughs> of the games I got uh, in December was animal crossing on the game.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: And I remember I have a certain fondness for that too, for that simplicity yeah. Yeah. and um that world. Whereas I did like the new one. It was yeah. a lot of fun, but I got burnt out and was like, this is a little too much for me.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. And like, I don't know. I don't think we were meant to be able to travel to other islets. You know? <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think we should be able to do that. Or have ladders. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's that's the line for Rachel Mark yeah. Animal crossing. <laughs> I can imagine you at the town square just trying to get rid yeah. of ladders with Tom. Yeah, Rick.
1: I'm just like anti progress. Yeah, uh, that
0: is really funny. Uh, very cool. So you played some of some of those types of games as well.
1: Yeah, and that yeah, I just never really got like my my bro- have an older brother who's 14 mm. years older than I. Am. Oh, gotcha. And so when I was like really young, he was playing like Spyro the Dragon, and oh, so. Nice. I remember playing Spyro all the time and, like, really liking that. Um, and, like, he played um, – what's the what's the one where you steal cars?
0: <laughs> oh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft
1: Auto. I played a lot yes. of that when I was little. Um, so I, I just played whatever Jesse was playing. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Th-
0: that's great. Um, so it, So that was sort of, like, it was more of a – you've had more of a tangential gaming experience where yes. it's been like, oh, if it's around me, I've been – it, like I've been totally. aware of it or maybe yeah. playing around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I even love just like watching my siblings play games, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. like, which is like very popular now, I guess. Um, Twitch. But, like, yeah, I just feel like it was because, you know, when you're when you have siblings and you're younger, you just don't get to play because like uh, there's only yes. one remote.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get or or they'll give you a controller that's unplugged uh, right. to make you feel like you're playing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's I, a lot of people have shared similar things, even as not uh huge gamers. Like it's, right. there is something like, it's almost like a rite of passage as a, as the younger sibling of watching your older sibling.
1: Yes. And it games. was like, just as fun.
0: Yeah. You could really, <laughs> I could really get into it, especially, I mean, I was, I'm the older sibling in my household. My sister yeah. wasn't really into games, but going to my best friend's house would watch like him and his older brothers play. Right. Right. I liked it. Yeah. It's fun. Um that's cool. Do you uh did you I guess I have a couple questions I want to ask you yeah. before we move on. Um the first of which are have there been any games um like f- maybe from that early point up until I mean, maybe before the last few years that stick out to you or that you've watched other people play? Mm-hmm. Maybe more modern stuff?
1: Oh. Okay, I will say the one game I just truly don't understand Yes. <laughs> that everyone loves is um r- what's it called the, the the game with the ball and there's all the cards league. rocket league <laughs> I yes. don't get it I don't <laughs> get it
0: it's so it's you probably get this part but it's like soccer yeah
1: but you're,
0: but you're using cars instead of people
1: right but like. I don't know. playing if I'm just it the not, confusing thing? I just haven't been around people who are good at it. And so I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why do you continue to play this game that you're not good at? And there's no real goal. This is
0: uh, shots fired at whoever you're referring <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> it's um, just Zach.
1: It's yes. Zach and my brother and my uh,
0: nephew. Sorry, everyone, uh, <laughs> who is just just named. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that that's really funny. I guess if you're watching someone really struggle, you're like, why are you doing this?
1: Yeah, it just like, this is this fun, fun for you? Fun. But like I do watch like – I do like um, – is it two K? Is that the basketball one?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I like watching that one because, like, I'm a basketball guy. You know, like, yeah, all the players. So that Go one feels Blazers, fun. Go Blazers. Sadly, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> how are they doing blazers. this year? I actually don't know.
1: They're doing so bad. Oh man, it's hard to be a fan. Um, yeah, it's really sad. I think I'm going to be, I think this next year I'm going to be a, a Bulls fan. I've decided.
0: Wow. You know? you know what? And it seems like it's a good time to jump on that bandwagon. A, yeah, thing. i having a nice yeah. time.
1: And that's the only reason. Like I have no, <laughs> no reason to be a Bulls fan. Well, um, if, it,
0: if it makes you feel any better, that's the reason a lot of people choose the teams that they root really? for. So okay. no big deal.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm going to choose a new team next year. It's too sad.
0: Good for you. Um, you. Setting boundaries in your life. I'm really <laughs> yeah. proud. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, I know you said that you played the new Animal Crossing over right. the last year or so. Is there any other games that you've experienced in the last few years that maybe stick out in your mind? Maybe I'm not sure if there are, but.
1: No, like I feel like whenever I go to my, there's, we have a one couple of friends Max and Kara, who you do know, you know. Yeah. They always we will always play like Mario Kart whenever awesome. we're at their
0: house.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're like the only friends that we just like always play uh or the the party version.
0: Mario uh, Party. Mario yes. Party, yes,
1: yeah So that game I do like all the game, I mean, I guess this is true for everyone, but every game is attached to like a person or like a memory, you know, and you like yeah. always play this when you're at this person's house. So you always do this and I I feel like even as adults, that game is so nostalgic and it means so much to so totally. many people that it's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> We're kind of bored. Not? Let's play Mario.
0: I'll test our friendship by playing Mario Party, right. uh, <laughs> the most dangerous game. Um, right. That's very, very fun. Yeah, those two are are really wonderful. And I'm so excited yeah. just to hear that they like to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, that is uh, very cool. Thank you for sharing about your general history yeah. with games. Um, how, am,
1: how am I compared to other people?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, at the, uh, the Call Me By Your Game podcast we rate on a scale from <laughs> uh, from fun to nice, and that is in quite the nice range.
1: Okay, okay, yeah,
0: it's Great. a real uh, loving scale we have.
1: Okay, here. awesome. Because awesome.
0: truly, uh, as we'll maybe get into a little later, uh, it doesn't really matter what someone's history with games is, however extensive or or not. It's just fun to hear from people.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. All,
0: it's always because everyone's story is different. Um, so we're gonna take a quick break. When okay. we come back, we're gonna talk all about what, how, whatever you want to share about the Oregon Trail. So uh, Rachel, I will see you on the other side. Welcome back to Call Me by Your Game. Here, of course, to discuss the iconic. Oregon Trail with Rachel Marsh. Rachel, thank you for sticking around. Thank you. Of course. Uh, so as I told you before, before we get into your history and context with the game, anything you want to share, we'll get into some general um, history to give the listener an idea, even though I'm assuming most of the listeners are familiar with this. This is occasionally we'll get a game where it's like, not only do a decent amount of people probably know it, yeah, but a lot of people are <laughs>
1: familiar with yeah. it. Yeah, I feel like um, everyone had to have played this game.
0: Yeah, I wonder. That's our uh, age. Unless you're like an international a person from sure. a different country. But yeah, sure. um, I think you probably did. So let's get into it. I'll, I'll just go ahead and do, and kick this off for us. Again, if you want to interrupt or add anything, feel free. Okay. Um, the Oregon Trail is a computer game developed by the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium, also abbreviated as MECC. uh, and first released uh, in, that's funny, I wrote, uh, 1085 in 1985 (laughs) for the Apple II. Uh, It was designed to teach students about the realities of 19th century pioneer life on the Oregon Trail. In the game, the player assumes the role of a wagon leader guiding a party of settlers from Independence, Missouri to Oregon's Willamette Valley via a covered wagon in 1848. It is loosely based on the text based game by the same name, by the same developers that came out in 1971. So that's a fun huh. little fact that they actually um, cover in the documentaries. The first version of this was just a text based adventure um, that kids would sit at like a typing machine and they'd respond to it and it'd type a new line of text of what happened. You just it's which is kind of the game itself. Yeah. But <laughs> just no Im- images. <laughs> um, the 1985 version. Is the first uh, graphical and most well known entry in the Oregon Trail series. And it was released in multiple editions between 1985 and 1993 for several platforms, including the Apple II, DOS, and Macintosh computers. Um, I was uh, looking at all the versions because there are many and they continue to come out with them. Oh, wow. But I just realized I was like, sometimes with like, there are games we discuss on this show. And I definitely want to find the specific one someone was talking about. And Rach, I've got to be honest, I was like, I don't think we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Because I was looking at the covers and I was like, I don't know what, I don't even remember what the covers of these looked like.
1: I need to look that up.
0: Yeah, it was. So anyway, we're just talking about your experience with the series in general, but um, games in the series have uh, since been released in many editions by various developers and publishers. And collectively, the series has sold over 65 million copies and wow. has it's a lot uh and has been inducted into the world video game hall of fame uh so congratulations that it
1: should, yeah that's yeah. deserved yeah
0: we we're gonna ride if it hadn't um <laughs> yeah. lastly is the series has inspired a number of spinoffs such as the yukon trail and the huh. amazon trail and the most recent version of the game was actually released last year in 2021 on the apple arcade what and i guess this was like a sort of souped up updated version with a lot of like fun quality of life experiences it's on my
1: phone i could i could get it on my phone pretty
0: positive you could wow yeah um or or even like apple tv your apple tv you could just throw it on there i think
1: why um, hasn't this been adapted to the big screen
0: to the movie theaters you're saying
1: The movie theaters
0: <laughs> yeah oh like an oregon trail movie
1: like an oregon trail movie
0: you know what that's a good question. I wonder if it has. Uh but I sort of think it hasn't because I feel like we might know.
1: Well, I guess we got to make it.
0: Well, uh stay tuned and t- for <laughs> 2023's big film uh starring us. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's just some basic history and context about the game. Um as you go through it, you know, you're you, the for the listener, if you don't know, you're making all sorts of decisions. Every decision has its own consequence. You're trying to get all the way to Willow Valley without, I think, everyone dying or or maybe yeah. maybe everyone. I don't remember if everyone has to survive or what, but that is just some general info about the game. So, Rach, uh, I'm sure I could guess, but do you remember when you yeah. came in contact with this game? <laughs> I assume it was at school.
1: Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Ooh. I do remember. So there was a period of my life through fi- sixth grade through eighth grade that I was homeschooled.
0: Oh no and,
1: way! And, yeah, I would have never
0: guessed. You're so not. No offense to any oh, homeschool kids out there, but yeah. you're so well acclimated to the world.
1: Oh wow, I'm really not though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was bizarre because I went to private school like my whole life, like a yeah. Christian school up until fifth grade, and then my parents took me out for two years. And this it was like a co-op. If you've ever heard of these, like homeschooled. You wait, you weren't homeschooled, right?
0: I wasn't. Okay, I'm sure. I give off that vibe. <laughs>
1: no 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 but like there's these co-ops that you can go to if you're homeschooled where like other parents are also homeschooling their children they'll they'll, like dump them off for a day (laughs) like could like you know go to classes or like hang out and uh, do like artsy stuff too or like go to like pe classes it was it was truly wild and i don't understand sounds kind of cool how they exist it sounds kind of cool now but like the part of Washington that I was in was, like, super conservative, like, super Ooh, out there. Like,
0: yeah, they
1: had all, like, the girls take, like, home economics classes and, like, it just felt very – like, The boys go very, play
0: outside in the mud. Yeah,
1: yeah they go make burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, a part of it – like, it was basically, like, choose your own adventure school. So, like, you could, like, walk into class, like, math class if you wanted. And you could, like, walk into, like, the computer lab and, like, it was just – it was wild and so for most of it i'd be like okay i guess i'll go to the computer lab um giving
0: me this option
1: yeah like (laughs) i'm not gonna go to map um and one of the games they had was the oregon trail yes and i had never heard of this game before it was this is the first i was like in i must have been in sixth grade yeah um and it was what every kid was playing it, Like, Like wow. that's why you went to the computer lab. Like it wasn't to do homework or like to like do anything else but play the Oregon trail.
0: That's so um, funny.
1: Yeah. So it was just like this really, it, th- this game to me feels like this really weird couple of years I had in my childhood <laughs> Yes. <laughs> where it didn't really count as like school. And I was just like hanging out with these other homeschooled people, but like not really talking to them for a full two years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm amazed that this game was able to find you even outside of a traditional school setting. Right. Uh and I wonder about this because I have a similar memory of it being the main event on the school computers. Yes. Specifically yes. I'm remembering like late elementary school like I want to say like 5th 4th 5th 6th grade. Yeah. Cuz I can picture this wing of our school and where for some reason computers were set up and <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, like I can it was,
1: picture it too. It's it's wild.
0: It's bizarre. And um outside of the computer lab. And I just remember all I remember about this computer was playing Oregon Trail. Right. So it's really interesting to me that it was able to, you know, uh, find its way into all sorts of settings as yeah. we're hearing. And I wonder, like, was it I, I truly don't know. I want to know, was it awesome or was it just something like the best thing that was there? That's my big question. I don't know <laughs> if we're going to figure good, that out. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't even know if I knew when I was younger. Like, yeah. is this a good game or is it just something to do?
0: It's entertaining, at the, I <laughs> it guess.
1: Was, it was so entertaining. And I think that's why the teachers allowed it and like encouraged us to play. Because I mean, I guess on a basic level, it did contribute to like learning about U.S. history Yeah. Um, on a tiny, tiny scale. Um, and it wasn't like we were like. I don't know. It wasn't like a violent video game or anything. It was just like it was just something educational and something to like pass the time. So
0: yeah, like if there was violence, it was just played out in text. You didn't. I don't believe right. at least in the versions we would have been playing. You'd see like a bear tear off John's arm, or
1: so. someone
0: get like just murdered by another covered wagon and with a machete or something. Right. So
1: I I don't remember ever seeing that. It just would pop up like yes. a, a little surprise.
0: What is the, how do you feel? Do you remember how you felt about that? Because when I'm thinking about it now, and I don't always have uh, like experience to play off with my guests. So I want to ask because I remember, Um, it was almost like suspenseful, just waiting for what line of text was going to come. Does that, do you relate to that at all?
1: I remember. Okay. So I did right before this, I went online and tried to find this game just to like kind of get a refresher on Mm -hmm. it. And the one they have online, it's on the Visit Oregon website is like, yeah, it's the earliest version of the game. So it's like from like the seventies and you could just play. And it's like the most simple like text that'll pop up and be like, you can enter in like one, two, three, four, five of like what you want to do. And then um, I didn't play that version though. And you probably didn't either because that was like very old for us. But like the version we played, it was like The graphics were fine, but then like, but there were graphics, you know, this uh, this other version, there were just not really any graphics. They were like very static, like hit one to do this. And then a new graphic would pop up, like nothing would be moving or anything. So like the versions that we did, I feel like they were a little bit more exciting. Cause like you could like watch things happen. Like you could see yourself crossing like the rivers and stuff. And you could like at least see people in your wagon. And, um, I just feel like the most exciting part of it was seeing, like, was seeing how long you could outlast the people in your wagon. (laughs) Like, you knew it, especially for me, because, like, this game I didn't have at home. I just had it at school. And I think we had a, a limit of 30 minutes per person, oh my gosh. you'd have to like get off and then like let someone else play. And then you could like get in line to go back on. <laughs> <laughs> and so like in those 30 minutes, like how far you could get like in the game. And of course you can't win the game in 30 minutes. So like, yeah. I would never, I don't think I ever made it.
0: <laughs> I don't remember ever doing that. Either. Right.
1: Right. I, I feel like very few people did, but it was just fun to be like, Ooh, what, what kind of disease, what kind of disease is going to kill me today? <laughs> you know,
0: this is fun. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that, is that's just so great it's also um the the minute the time limit on games that makes sense to me especially in a school setting it's just yeah. funny that like oh you would have to get back and get in the queue for it yeah. uh i yeah. can just imagine a bunch of kids just lined up there it's like where is everybody oh they're all in line for the <laughs>
1: we're all in my and also going back to this watching thing i feel like we all would watch each other Like play this game. Even if I like didn't really know these kids, it was Uh just like understood that like we would (laughs) be watching each other play this game.
0: I bet you there's a lot to be learned from watching someone else play a game, especially if you're gonna hop on next. It's like, oh, I know not to I know that I do want to come prepared with more food or whatever it is.
1: Yes. And like I feel like I didn't maybe I did understand this then. I feel like I didn't understand that everything was like random yeah (laughs) like a a lottery or like an algorithm yeah and so I just I felt like it maybe it was more advanced than that but like I just felt like I was like constantly trying to like learn how to like get better at the game um even though it probably wouldn't have let me
0: (laughs) yeah to like how do you sort of like once you under you're like oh I'm seeing the patterns here yeah um and how can I cheese this game but it seems like to you that it was like that wasn't even on the table I
1: mean maybe it was maybe it was advanced at that point because it's like you could like choose to like feed each person less food and like rest a certain amount of days and like I don't remember oh you could like trade things um at the shop yeah um so I guess you I guess that you did have to kind of know what you were doing
0: I bet there was a certain amount that you could uh of knowledge that you can absolutely have but I think you're right and maybe that's what one of the big draws to the game was the uh, surprise of what could happen because I'm sure, like you know, I doubt that it's like, oh, if you on your 25th day of travel you rest on that night, yeah, you will always get attacked by a snake. Right. It's probably more like uh, up to chance than yes. that. But and that's at least when I look back is one of the more exciting parts about it.
1: Right. And, like, can I
0: make, a, like, a risky choice here and, like, oh, maybe we won't eat as much? Are we going to survive or is it going to bite us?
1: No, yeah. And, like, even, like, the very first options you have of, like, your job and then, like, when do you want to leave, <laughs> like, the yes. month. And um, everything just felt, like, such – Everything had so much weight to it. I remember <laughs> when I played the game I was just like, oh I don't know and it just took me so long to get like through like the very intro of the game yeah. that I would only have like you know like 15 minutes <laughs> to actually play to the game actually play yeah and then like little Peggy died and like <laughs> you know like the first couple minutes and no Peggy I know
0: I do I do not remember maybe it differs by version. But was there any customization that you do in this game? Like, do you name your characters or do you just get, yes. like, stock character names?
1: Well, that's a good question because I actually think the game that I played when I was in sixth grade was stock. Okay, yeah. But then when I just did it, they let me fill in the character names. and I was, like, surprised by that.
0: Oh, so I, I wonder.
1: I don't know.
0: Because que- maybe you're wondering the same thing as me, which yeah. is, like, did they just make that little quality of life improvement for this right. online version or right. was it like that?
1: I don't know. I don't remember it being, I don't really remember having that much choice in the people. Yeah. Um, But I just, I remember, Oh, th- this is fun. I remember there were like, there were little things that they would teach you. I feel like that I learned from this game. Like there mm. were actually educational. And one of those things was that like, you could like have salt. <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> have salt instead of a refrigerator Wasn't that like one of the things and like to preserve your food? And I just always remembered that, like growing up, I would like share that fact with people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was really proud to have learned that on the Oregon Trail. And it was like one of those things where, like, I just still today, I'm like, you know, you could just put salt on that meat and it'd be good for three days. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a nice box.
1: No, just salt. Um,
0: I love that you were very proud of that. That's so good. That's there's what is. What is that – I wonder what that phenomenon is where – not that that's a use – that's not a useless fact. That is something it's you could – yeah, not
1: useful. Yeah.
0: Maybe in our present day. But it's
1: not. Yeah. That, like
0: weird things that I feel like stick out in my brain from my life where it's like you remember the strangest, strangest. specific thing and that yeah. is one of
1: them. Yeah, that is one of them for me. And I also remember the hunting part being like really scary.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like – but it, w- it wasn't. It was just like there were – it was – the version that I had was a little like like gun spout. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, like you were actually doing the hunt You hunting? were
1: actually hunt- – like with your like left and right arrow, you would like go left and right and then push the space bar
0: um, oh, for true. like the
1: bear or like bird or whatever. Um, but I think in the earlier versions, you would just Probably. enter a number. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, and- it would maybe just randomly generate yeah. a result for you. Right. I, Gosh, I don't remember it, this game near as specifically as you do because we probably played like the same version yeah. at the time based on when we grew up. But um, that's interesting to me that there was like an action element to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. And And the element of like, I feel like I learned how money works maybe through this too because yeah. like you had to like spend money on ammo in order to hunt for food and then like mm-hmm. you couldn't. Hunt for food when you didn't have any more money, and like, man, I feel like these games were so obsessed with like you learning how to use money correctly. Yes,
0: I, spe- <laughs> you know? that's, I remember that a lot from this game, and yeah. I think that's a that's one of the big elements of it is yeah. you making these choices, and you're like, what am I going to sacrifice? Right. And What am I going to lean on? Yeah. Um, and I bet that could depending on where you are in the game, on the route. Like if you're yeah. in the Rockies or something, you're choices can have a differing effect than if you're just, you know, in Oklahoma or whatever.
1: Right. Like yeah. On the
0: plains. Um, that's great. Um, what else do you, uh, do you remember anything else specific about the game itself that stands out to you?
1: Um, I remember the music, um, uh, oh, yeah? being very, it was so, I loved it. It was like all, um, just like this Western music that was like, I think it was patriotic. I think it was all like, oh,
0: that <laughs> checks out.
1: You know, like <laughs> all just like these like old hymns or like American songs that. Um, I feel like music is such like a big part of video games, you know. And like yeah. for some reason, I just like really loved that. W- that felt like very nostalgic to me when I logged on today to listen yeah. to it. I was like, oh, I'm so glad they included this original music because <laughs> it was so, so good. Yeah, that's
0: um. You know, what I'm imagining is like watching like a world or like a civil war documentary, yes. like, like specifically, like I don't know if you've ever seen a Ken Burns documentary or like the, the civil war one, but yeah. I, I think actually, my dad
1: watches us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A
0: dad thing. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're Joe Fahey. Okay. Um, sure. Him it's world war II. but, uh, right, right. I like, there's a great community episode where they sort of, uh, uh, do a satire of that and we're, of like a, it's like a pillow fight but they do a whole like mockumentary like it's a, a civil war and oh, that's great the music that they'll play is so good and it's always over like a letter that someone wrote someone else or like <laughs> yeah. a journal that uh, talking about something and i can picture it too and it's yeah. so <laughs> it's not like it's a jam or anything no, but it all. is very specific and I really it (laughs) is fun for that reason
1: it's not even that good and it's like (laughs) there's maybe three songs that just repeat themselves over and over again but for some reason it's just like oh yeah that's the Oregon trail music Uh,
0: music like uh, like scent or like smell really can bring back memories heavily like I this is I'm sure a very very common thing but if I go back and if I listen to uh um what was that band uh say anything i like i'm like oh from from whatever the oh is a real boy i remember listening to this (laughs) my sophomore year taking buses to Mm -hmm. baseball games and Mm -hmm. this music is like a similar can bring a similar um
1: oh yeah
0: memory to you yeah
1: yeah It's,
0: it's so funky um uh well of course if more things about the game itself come up um Please feel free to share. I, well,
1: I I just feel like this game overall, and I'm just not realizing this, it was such a sad game. <laughs> yes. When you really think about it, like, it's just sad. Like It's mostly
0: failure and it's mostly death. It's mostly
1: death. failure and death. And like, you, the way you win is just to survive, <laughs> you know, and like, you don't get anything, you just get s- to survive. And then like, the game starts over again. And yes. so- I that just is funny. Know. It, you know, it just—I don't know what it was about this game that had so many kids hooked on it, but it was so simple, and all you did was just try to survive the whole time. But like, I don't know, maybe they should make more games like that because it worked.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's funny. Like, you don't get to reap uh, what you sow at the end of that game. It's not like, oh, hey, you're in Oregon. Uh, yeah. Why don't you build a house and like. Right. Send your kids to school or whatever yeah. you do. Uh, no, it's none of that. That's, it's
1: so that's sad. a fantasy. And it was just like, I don't know why, but this is like my most loved game. And like, it just represents that weird time in my life. Those weird couple of years and all of it was pretty sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think you're right though. Not a lot of us probably remember it as being like, or
1: yeah. associated
0: with sad memories. It's mostly like, oh, that was fun or yeah, something yeah. I did. Right. Um, I do want to uh, poke around a little more uh, if there's things to talk about, about you playing at this like co-op homeschool. Do you remember, did this thing have a name? Did you go to one location? What was it like?
1: I forgot the name of it, but it was in Monrovia, Washington.
0: Wow. They've got a Monrovia too.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, no, sorry. Not Monrovia. Wow. I've lived here too long. It's called Monroe. (laughs) Oh,
0: Okay. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah yeah it's, called, yeah it's called Monroe Washington and it's like it's like south of or sorry it's like north of Seattle mm. um, and yeah just like I sorry if you're from Monroe but it's just they're they're sad sad people That's that most live of our there. listener base I know it's Monroe Washington <laughs> <laughs> um they're just like People in Monroe like have like land, you know, like you could like have horses Mm. and like to get anywhere probably would be like 20 minutes just to like get to like a little strip mall with a subway in it, you know, like there just wasn't that much to do in Monroe And I would go to Monroe actually because my gymnastics class was there. Awesome! I did
0: gymnastics too growing up.
1: You did? Oh yeah,
0: there's some great pictures of me uh, doing gymnastics. Oh no, we need to see
1: those pics. I gotta find those. (laughs) Yeah, I had I did gymnastics and cheerleading there, and so like it was still really fun for me to go to to Monroe like as a kid I wasn't like oh this is a weird place until I went to this co-op school (laughs) because because it was just even as a sixth grader I remember like looking around and being like I have nothing in common with these kids and I think I just like had this complex because I had come from like a very like a private like Christian school and like everything like the academics were really hard and like you know like it was just it was a good school and so going from that to like Uh, I don't know, maybe learn, uh, you know, home economics today and then poke around in science and then poke around in history. It was just like, it just felt very much like, like a downgrade to me. So I like, I just didn't really love it.
0: Just like seemingly not something that you're used to and and that change of structure, maybe to someone would be like, oh, this is great. This is like, this, this vibes with me, but for you, maybe it was a little jarring.
1: Yes. And I think like it really speaks to my personality because I've always been someone who like needs a lot of structure and like I need like to be pushed in order to get stuff done. Like Uh I if I'm left to, you know, if I'm just left to like being me and like making it up and like I've just never been a self-starter. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think that this really proved it in me because I just I there was two years I just didn't do school and I just played the Oregon Trail. It's kind (laughs) of (laughs) awesome.
0: Um. That is uh, so funny. What was there like a reason that you went to the school for two years? Was it like we want to try something new? Yeah.
1: Like- well, it, it it well there was a reason. So I went to private school and it was very expensive, <laughs> and so my parents were like, we don't really have that much money. And also my mom was really sick at the time, and she was like, I want to spend more time with you kids, totally. like, you know, before I pass away or whatever. So like it was just like this really strange couple years because like we. We were used to, like, kids who, like, had money. We never really had money, but we were used to being around kids who had money. Yes. And now, like, now there's all these, ki- like, poor kids. <laughs> 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 we were just around poor kids all day. And it made us sad. Um, but, like, okay, there were some good parts to it. Because, like, there was also, like, horseback riding. And I really loved horseback riding. Oh. So we could, like, do that for, like, a couple hours if we wanted to during the day. Um you know, I did get to spend more time with my sister and my mom, which was very nice. That's awesome. Um, and then we eventually went back to private school like a couple years later because it just wasn't really working out. So yeah. in retrospect, I should have enjoyed like the time off and and um, the slow pace of it. But when you're a kid, it's just any change in scenery is so hard, you know?
0: Yeah. And probably um, maybe a yeah. little confusing. I don't know. And very know confusing. Like,
1: yeah. and, but luckily, I didn't really feel like I missed out on that much and I like – academic wise. And it was like easy to transition back into school, but
0: good for you. What a, what an interesting couple years (laughs) of your life, uh, to just like have it totally shaken out of like the normal balance that you had.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, being a kid was hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird time. Uh, that's cool. Now, Rachel, was there anything else about either, um, your experience with the game or that context that you felt like sharing before we move on to some fun post show segments
1: um no i <laughs> i will say i i feel like i i continued to play this game for a long time like i don't know how <laughs> it's there's no, it doesn't get upgraded like nothing new was <laughs> added to the game but like i think we eventually did get it at our house yeah. we had a computer in like the living room that we were allowed to play like after school and i think esther and i my older sister took turns playing this like every night for like i like i want to say till we were like eighth grade which maybe it was like too old i love it is that too old
0: (laughs) i have no idea and i don't care i like that you were doing that
1: yeah it, it was a long time um and then we got like other games but like this this will always be my favorite game because like i said the simplicity and just like how much how sad it was it's just so yeah. funny to me now that i'm older it's just like of course that was my favorite game
0: <laughs> gosh i loved it it was not only are you playing such a sad sad game but like in this very strange time of your life like the yeah. it's hilarious it's, they're associated <laughs> together forever yeah uh, well uh rachel that is uh really great and thank you for sharing about your experience with this game i know that sure. um a lot of people uh have many probably the majority of people our age in this country have probably played this game. Yeah. Um, so
1: if you yeah, haven't, you really should
0: at least check it out. Um, yeah. There's many ways to play it. Um, so yeah, well, let us know what you think. Um, but that was, I really appreciate you coming on, Rachel before we go though, I have some fun po- post show segments for you, uh, that I have prepared based on you choosing the Oregon trail to discuss today. Great. The First of which, is the fact me by your game segment where I just share some couple fun facts about the game with my uh, guest. It could be sometimes their Easter eggs, a development history, cheat codes. Today I have uh, a couple fun facts for you. Oh, um, great! The first of which I have titled Oregon Trail 5K Edition. So in 2015, Oregon City held the Oregon's first City Day celebration. Uh, or first city celebration where they had a, they had a bunch of stuff going on, but one of the events there was a themed Oregon trail game 5k <laughs> oh uh, where gosh. runners went through and basically an ops, it's not, it barely sounds like a 5k uh, an obstacle course for 5k, forcing them to make decisions reminiscent <laughs> to the game itself. Huh. Um, I, the website is still up and it was held on July 25th, 2015. So, so they
1: were just like running around
0: they were like live action role playing. They were LARPing <laughs> the Oregon Trail, um, and honestly, it sounds kind of fun.
1: That sounds really fun.
0: Um, if I I would never want to set that up, but I would love to be invited. Yeah. Um, so, uh, or city of. Uh, State of Oregon, city of Oregon City, Uh, if you're listening. uh, (laughs) I
1: just like imagine like them running and then instead of those little gel packs you get to eat, they just like hand you like dysentery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, uh, you're (laughs) infected now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's very literal. Uh, The next and the final fact I have for you, I have titled Teletype Trail. Now, we touched on this a little bit today, but the original text-based game titled The Oregon Trail, was developed quite quickly, actually, in 1971 by Ra- by Don Rawish, Paul Dillenberger, and Bill Heinemann. In about a week, they finished the first version that was playable on teletype, wow. I, it, which is just bonkers, and the students they were teaching – Back then, in uh, Minneapolis public schools, were the first to ever play it, and they there's some fun uh, footage of this and pictures in the documentary. But it was so popular that at every recess there would just be a line of kids, kind of like your line, Rachel, at yeah. your school, <laughs> waiting to play the Oregon Trail. Um, wow, just so fascinating to me. And, and I need to watch that. It's it's t- like 22 minutes. Yeah. Um, fun. But throw it on when you're at your next meal. It's a, yeah. it's a good one. Um, yeah, the people at MidMax did a great job with that. Um, the next segment I have for you, and the final one is are the game recommendations. Now,
1: yeah.
0: um, Rachel, I am looking at these recommendations as a chance to suggest a new special game to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm treating Oregon Trail like your summer romantic love in Call Me By Your Game. Mm-hmm. Um, so these recommendations, uh, they some of them... Like, you know, someone dating a new person is like they could be based on uh, looks. It could be based on having the same personality or something similar. We've all had friends who have dated someone. You've been like is that this exact same person they yeah. were with for years. So yeah. that's what these are sort of based off of. Okay. They're fun. The first one is if Rachel, the thing about this game that you loved, is it's it that it, it's an educational game from classrooms in the early 2000s uh you've actually referenced the series on this episode and so i was going to recommend carmen san diego uh-huh, treasures yeah. of knowledge
1: oh is that um, a specific version it is
0: a specific <laughs> version from i think this is one that i played uh that we had at home growing up um if you want to play another game that is a just a road trip with the bros kind of like the Oregon Trail, I'll recommend a game that I'm certain you'll never play, and that's Final Fantasy (laughs) XV, where they're just on a road trip the whole time, as far as I know. Um, That could be wrong. The last uh, recommendation is if, Rachel, the thing you like about this game is that it takes place in Oregon, and you want to play another game that takes place in Oregon. There's actually a handful of it. Um, So I'll recommend two games for you. Mm -hmm. One is Fallout 2, which is a very intense RPG Okay. probably not up your alley, a game you <laughs> might enjoy is called Gone Home, which is more of a uh, a like adventure game from a first-person perspective where you're uh, seeing a story unfold as you go cool.
1: through. Cool. I'd be into that.
0: So there's that a great option. Um, yeah. That'll do it for the game recommendations, and that will actually bring us to the end of the episode. Oh, wow. Um, so, gosh, just over in a flash. Yeah. Um, Rachel, thank you so much again for joining me today. This was a really nice excuse to get to hear a little bit about part of your life I didn't know about and just to hang out and talk for about an hour. Um, On your way out, um, would you like to plug anything? Is there any way our listeners uh, can support you?
1: Mm. You can support me by... Watching my subway commercial. <laughs>
0: yeah, so keep the TVs <laughs> on, folks. Keep it
1: on. You know they pay me every time it plays, so keep watching. The- <laughs> keep watching those subway commercials. Um, if you haven't yet seen my episode of Just Beyond on Disney Plus, it's episode three, Witch Witch. Um, where you're the star. Where I'm the star, and it actually is very fun and family friendly. If you have little ones, um, and it's not scary, but it is very fun. So awesome. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Uh, well. Rachel, thanks again. I'm gonna close out close us out with some plugs of my own. So Whoa. here I go. The cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other wonderful work on Instagram at Glen with two Ns.j The show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. Uh, you should check out his show, a uh, Sister Show to this podcast, Video Games, a comedy show. Um, you can uh also support our entire network, including this show, by supporting us on Patreon at patreoncom supernpcradio, uh, where we have, like I already said, a ton of bonus video game content that comes out every week. You can find shows like uh like a show, another show Rachel's been on, Reactivators, way back in the yeah. day, video games a comedy show, inside video games with July, this show, and then. Other bonus stuff like Stario Chart, which is a show where we loosely, not me, Tyler Schnupp and Brent Flyberg, loosely tie in video game characters and astrology based on their birth charts. Uh, Or or a version of this show, Call Me By Your Game Co-op, where it's a monthly episode that I sit down with a group of people and uh, talk about a game in a games club format. Or like I already said, the Metal Gear Solid Games Club, which will be going on starting in February through half of the year. And then another one, secret one, coming at the end. You can follow me on social media at Connors underscore McCabe. And I stream video games on Twitch. Isn't that fun? At twitch.tv slash cons with a Z is cool 69. That'll do it for this episode of call me by your game. We will see you on the next one.